I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align Podcast. Welcome back to Align Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. In today's gorgeous episode, I got to have a person that I have a tremendous amount of respect and adoration for on this globe, Miss. Byron Katie. Byron is, she's, I think I say a lot of people are legends on this program here, and I think we actually have a lot of legends on the program. I don't think I'm embellishing. Uh, In this case, she's like cream of the cream legend in the world of self-development and uh, mind, body, spiritual wellness. Miss Byron Katie is... She's at the level of like an Eckhart Tolle or like an Alan Watts, I would say. So I'm super grateful that she shared her time with us here on the podcast. And uh, I kind of bust her balls a little bit about being an enlightened master and she receives it really well (laughs) so really tremendous conversation Um, we get into her journey from deep deep depression into a place of feeling feeling well and feeling like uh, that just the the journey or the work and letting go of that depression and now we can start to implement some of those practices into our daily existence we have these verbal cognitive mental emotional hang-ups that we carry throughout the world and uh, uh, Miss Katie has created a really beautiful system called The Work to unwind those hangups. Her most recent book is called A Mind at Home with Itself. And I just got finished up with that guy and had a really tremendous time. So I highly recommend people checking that thing out. Uh, here's a little clip from the conversation. How do you feel when people accuse you of being like a sage or being enlightened or things of that nature? Are you like, hell yeah? How do you feel about that? You can learn a lot from you, Aaron. (laughs) Hell yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the website. If you are drawn to that little mofo, website's title is aligntherapy.com, A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. On there, you will find show notes for this and the rest of the episodes. And you guys can start the five-day movement challenge. Five-day movement challenge has been, it's been pretty popular. I really appreciate you guys checking that out and sending me feedback about it. Uh, Start implementing the fundamental practices of how to move well into 100% of what you're doing. Figuring out what it means to hinge our hips and stack our spine and put our head on top of our shoulders so it's not peeking out like a turtle head coming on top of your human body. We got to sort that stuff out. Uh, If you can start to integrate these fundamental principles into everything that you do, your life becomes therapeutic. Uh, All right, we got a quote. Quote comes from an unknown source. I just wrote this down pre-Katie interview, and I ended up never actually mentioning it, but that's kind of what the interview is about. It goes like this. We never actually encounter the world. We only experience our internal nervous system. I think that's how it goes. I write these quotes down on my notebook, and sometimes they're so scribbly, I'm not really sure what they say. Um, but that's probably like a metaphor for all sorts of things. So that's what we got. We never actually encounter the world. We only experience our internal nervous system. Ponder, ponder, ponder. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. If you guys send us um, reviews on iTunes, it's so flipping easy. You can do it right on your cell phone. Just go into your podcast app, scroll down a little bit, press the five-star thing. If you don't like the podcast, give us less than that if you really want to be mean. The podcast is free, people. 
calm down. Um, I have a review from L Fisher Photography. Hit us up, L Fisher Photography, on the Instagram at Align Podcast, and we'll send you out something from Organifi for leaving us review. If we read your review on this program, we will send you out some stuff. So easy to do, and we send you some free protein superfood powders as well. All right, I love the approach Aaron takes in creating podcast experience, focusing on applicable information. I often feel engaged and connected to the information, even if I may have already heard the content. A refreshing, empowering podcast for sure, exclamation point. And then they go on to say other tremendous things. So thank you so much for that, L. Fisher Photography. Hit us up at Align Podcast on the Instagrams, and we will send you out some stuff. I think that's good. We are ready to go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out Byron Katie's The Work. That's just so helpful. And uh, if you got any kind of weird, toxic, disabling thoughts floating around you or any of your family member or community's minds, Dig into the work. Helpful way to unwind that shizzle. All right, here we go. Thank you so much. Chicka, chicka, boom, pow. Align podcast. Thanks so much for making the time to, to do this. Oh, absolutely. I really appreciate it. I guess. Oh, you do good stuff in the world. Have you checked it out? Yes. You do good stuff in the world as well. Oh, thank Katie. you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we do our jobs, don't we? We, we do what we're given and... Yeah, you've had a little bit more time to, to get after the, the, the job is than, than I have. So Well, it's a, it, I just never cease to grow, and I love that, that you're the same way. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm working on it. Do you? Uh, so I'm recording right now. I think you guys okay. are recording as well. I don't do any type, just to give you like a little bit of a, a sense of the direction I kind of go. I don't do any kind of like introduction and like welcome. Good. Oh, just so you know, I've never listened to my podcast either. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I've narcissistically listened to mine excessively. So oh, we're on a different okay. spectrum. Well, you know, we can grow from from the the things that we say <laughs> <laughs> that's got it yeah so shooting for but yeah so i don't do any type of introduction saying like welcome to your own office thanks so much for i just find all that weird i, I prefer just to record an organic conversation uh -huh. and when i start the conversation or the podcast episode it's just whenever it seems interesting so the early stuff i may or may not leave in and uh, anything that is said, which I don't think anything on your end you want to cut out, but um, we can cut anything out. Like just free conversation. No, that's that's no. very cool. Spontaneous. Let's go yeah. for it. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. So cool. I so something I think that you man, I hate asking these questions because it's something I know that you've said a million times. Mm -hmm. um, but for folks that aren't familiar with your story of getting into like the introduction of, of the work, mm -hmm. would it be possible that we kind of dig into the the beginnings of that? Sure, sure. And a lot of depression, a lot of depression, more than a decade of really serious depression. And then um, there was a moment in time that I just experienced what, uh, the, what created all my suffering, all my depression. And um, and so that's what I'm bringing to the world. It's a way to question the thoughts that cause our uh, our suffering, the mm. thoughts that cause us not to be free in this beautiful world, the thoughts that hold us back and make us um, feel unworthy or frightened to really get out there and live life. Yeah, on its terms. 
So something that I think I kind of tackle in my own self is sometimes kind of like a sensation of like purgatory of sorts of like not dark enough to really change, Uh but not necessarily (laughs) light enough to feel weightless and just like prancing through the world. Yeah, purgatory. Well, you know, that's not not so bad, Aaron. I, you know, I love that you go with that, you know, it's, it's when you have a problem when people have a problem this is one place to turn you know inquiry is a place to turn and um, in the meantime for 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 people that that you know it's just not so serious that, that they really want to bother with it i would say for those people if you're meditators at all that the work is meditation and it's a, a different way of getting still and um inviting in that teacher that really matters, meaning what's shown to us in that silent, when in, in that silence, when, um, for example, I might ask, you know, um, um, no one cares about me. And, and just ask myself, is it true? And just meditate on uh, no one likes me. And to just see what appears to me in that silence the answer that really needs in thoughts and images and in apparent time, past, future, showing me uh, the answer to, is it true? Hmm. And, and, um, and then I have three other questions, of course, and, and ways of dealing with thoughts like that. But they come to, you know, they, when, when they come, we either believe them or we question them. There is no other choice. So this is for people that just want to have a really good time as they sit in themselves. You know, enlightenment is um, the opposite of dread. It's the opposite of um, uncaring. It's just, it's a trip I invite people not to miss. Mm. How do you feel when people accuse you of being like a sage or being enlightened or things of that nature? Are you like, hell yeah? Or, or do you, how do you feel about that? You know, I can learn a lot from you, Aaron. <laughs> hell yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I would, and I wouldn't hesitate, <laughs> except that I'm, I'm, I'm not that mature yet. <laughs> Oh, you know, I really can't claim it. It, 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 What I, what I received was a gift and I just, I just can't really take credit for it as odd as that may seem. I'm just, I'm just happy. Um, I'm, I'm just grateful that I'm out of that, that awful suffering and, and to pass on to, uh, to anyone who's open to it, that there's another way. There's, a way out of there's a way out of depression and loneliness and and isolation and and addictions and low self-esteem there's a way out do you is there value in going into the depths of that isolation or addiction in order to to kind of pop out to the other side that's kind of like the purgatory place that i feel like yeah well you know we're doing it all the time anyway so we either just hope for the best or turn to outside sources to shift it and that lasts as long as it lasts or we can we can question what we're believing that would put us in um those states of mind and and then we begin to recognize them when they um, show up again and we're more enlightened to it. 
So we, um, yeah, we believe it or we question it. Not the choice. We believe it or we don't when it arises. What do you see when you walk around like a Safeway or a Whole Foods? Is when you when you look into people's eyes and when you look at just people moving around the world. Is there anything that that pops out for you that maybe? Just oh, this, this game yeah. that we're living in. Or you, like, you know, a, you con a connection. Oh, a, 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 this better. amazing connection. You know, it, an Erewhon. Oh my gosh. You know, if you want a party, go to Erewhon. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, um, it's just um, connection. Yeah. Just connection. I used to be so, um, so, what is it when you're just so fixated on yourself, you think people are just thinking about you, self-absorbed? Right. And um, there's there's another term. It's... Um, Narcissistic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, threatened by, you know, what I think people are thinking about me. And so I could never connect. And it was really um, uncomfortable being in public. And, um, and years ago, more than un uncomfortable being in public it wasn't even possible for me it was so uh <laughs> so full of um um confusion so yeah connection and and you know it doesn't matter what anyone uh says or the way they look at me or anything I'm, i've got that connection going that doesn't require them to be connected to me yeah but, i think uh, I, I think i got it from from you speaking about uh when we try to put on a mask or a facade of what we think other people want from us, uh -huh. but it's not actually our true essence. And yeah. all of a sudden, if they do start to love that thing, we almost like resent them. Yeah. Like, you don't really love me. You love the show. That's right. It's like you, you, you can't love me. You love what I appear to be that I have convinced you of out of my ego. Yeah. So. Yeah. So how the heck do people, is there any kind of like... How do people start to speak into the, their truth? <laughs> like, how do people get started? You know, I would, I would, um, I would identify what I'm thinking and believing when I'm upset, and and then I would write that down what I'm thinking and believing. I'd write it down, and on the work.com, there's a judge and able worksheet, completely free. How to do the work completely free. If I have it and it matters, it's free on the work.com. So you you begin to put your thoughts on that on that piece of paper on or any paper you may have. And and then you begin to question it and you it in your the answers enlighten you to the cause of your suffering and they wake you up to it and then the next time the thought occurs you experience it very differently now if i have um, a thought they don't care about me uh to use that one again then no one cares about me they don't care about me then there's no problem there but when i see these images of the past or future in my mind's eye, those images are like, they look like the proof that no one cared about me. I see it in the past, there's the proof, and I want to go to the market, and I see at the market, it's the same thing. So these images of past, future, when I question what I'm believing onto those images of past, future, the next time the images occur, I'm awake. I know it's not real. It's a state of mind. It's a false state of mind. It's an it's a, an ego's way of playing out um, identity. Hmm. 
And then the questions that you asked, can we go through the, the questions for uh -huh. people in a way uh -huh. that maybe they might be able to go through this in their own mind? Because I'm sure we have lots of chattery thoughts yeah. us all day long. Yeah. So let's say um, they don't they don't like me. Yeah. Okay. So I have a thought, you know, I'm going to the store, I'm going to the market, or I'm going to a, a party, I'm going whatever it is. Um, and I'm just sure that they don't like me. And, um, and everyone can choose their, their own thing that they think prior to going somewhere. They can, uh, you, you can identify that right now. But let's say people don't like me. And so the first question is, I would just get very still, I close my eyes, people don't like me, is it true? And maybe my answer is yes, maybe it's no, but I'm gonna get still in it. And I'm thinking of those people in the past, I'm moving from the party I'm invited to, I'm thinking of those people in, in the past where there's my proof, they even said they don't like me. I've got all this proof in my mind's eye right now of that situation where people don't like me. So they don't like me, I look at that, is it true? And I'm just meditating on that. And then I move to noticing in the next question, how do I react? What happens when I believe the thought? I'm at home, there's no one around, and I am seeing that past where I believe people don't like me. And how do I react? What happens when I believe the thought? But I see those images that are convincing me. I feel maybe a tightness in my chest. I feel like I don't want to go to the party tonight because I see a, a future where it's just going to be the same old, same old. I feel stress. I consider calling the host and saying, you know, I'm sick. I just can't make it. There's an emergency. So now I'm beginning to just misrepresent my life. I'm hiding out. I'm literally lying to people. Hmm. And, and I'm just sitting, I'm still just contemplating, noticing those things. Hmm. And then I see me alone and everyone else having fun, you know, and I see all that as I'm meditating on how do I react? What happens when I believe the thought they don't like me? And then that last question, who would I be? What would I be just right here, right now, without the thought? They don't like me. And I just look around. There's nothing to be terrified over. <laughs> There's no one here that doesn't like me, except maybe me. <laughs> and I begin to notice. And then I look at that image of, of the past. And watching the people watch me, and as I recall it, and really, who would I be witnessing them not liking me? would I be without the thought they don't like me? And so I witnessed that, and I began to meet a group of people that I couldn't see it then, but I see something very different now. And I feel a lot of compassion. I feel a lot of gratitude. You know, I'm meditating on a moment in time, and who would I be without the thought? So then, after sitting in that for a while, just witnessing, seeing what arises, what's shown to me to miss the, to, to meet the question, then I turn it around, I find opposites. People don't like me, they do like me. And then I begin to meditate on that situation again, and just see, was there one person there that smiled at me? <laughs> is there any, you know, is there any proof there, really, that it's like, 
people don't like me, they do like me. Can I just see? So I'm going to kind of just hang out in that past situation until I can see people do like me and see if I can find an example there. Now, I'm not going to fake it because I really want to know. So I'm looking at the past again through open eyes, hmm. whereas my mind was so shut down then. And people don't like me, turned around, I don't like me. Okay, so in that situation, what? where is it that I didn't like me? And I meditate on that. And it shows me. You know, maybe I said something that wasn't true or I exaggerated, tried to win people's love, approval, and appreciation. I don't like me when I do that. And I feel fake and helpless. I don't like me when I do that. And, and then I notice, who would I be without that? And I notice I'm not being fake, and I'm just watching people, and I feel more likable. I feel more comfortable. So um, people don't like me. I don't like people. Okay, so I found that one very quickly. In that situation, you know, I was believing they didn't like me, and I was resenting them. And as I look at it now, I have no reason to believe it, even though maybe someone said, I don't like you. You know, I cannot know what they believe and what they don't believe. I've got to come home with it and see what am I believing that would alienate me from the rest of the human race, from anyone. And you know, we, our relationships break. We, we, lose people we really love. They they leave our lives. When we believe in our thoughts, we become really um, confused and drive people away. And I think um, relationships that break up, for me, um, you know, they can break up, but it doesn't, I don't disconnect. I have no enemies. And People can can uh, not like me, but am I still connected? You know, that's the point. So um, marriages break up, relationships break up, but we don't have to go to war. We don't have to dislike each other. We can just know, you know, we don't have a lot in common. Hmm. How important is, is language on a momentary basis to you? Do you notice we kind of, it feels to me like we kind of create our world around our language and every word that we say, you could say it's like we're casting a spell on ourselves and those around. Uh, very good. Yeah, we are. Is we that are. something you notice? With you know, it's, it's um, what I'm thinking and believing is the spell I'm casting on my life. And then that spills over to other people because what I'm thinking and believing, I pass on to others. So is it kind? If it's kind, it's wise. <laughs> So, yeah, and, and uh, to, to live out of a kind mind, what, a, what an amazing gift. And we all have the power to, um, to sit in the question, is it true? Yeah. Did you take anything home from your experience in, was it 2014? I think it was January 2014. You had a, a close call with the other side. Is that right? I read that in the book. Maybe I um, missed. Oh, when I was in the hospital. Yeah. Was it? Was it that? Yeah. When yeah. my, where my, um, my five main organs began to shut down. Yeah. No big and deal. And they, yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't know why, they didn't know how, and and uh, and I, um, um, you know, it was good with me, and it yeah. wasn't good with my doctors. It was not good with my children and husband, but it was good with me. 
meaning um, why would I fear the future, which is death? Why would I fear that when I can have life now in this hospital, in this bed? And, and it was fabulous. My grandchildren there, my children there, my husband there, my family. It was, it was, it was fabulous. And if I did die, how would I know it? Hmm. You know, I wouldn't be there to know it. Death has a terrible reputation. But you know, when, when we go to sleep at night, we're not dreaming. We wake up and we we think, oh, I'm awake. You know, we don't go, oh, my God, I was dead all night. Oh, my God. You know, that terrified me. But in death, like everything else, is a life and death. It's what we're believing about life and death that is the cause of our um our fear of life and death. Wanted to take a quick break and thank our sponsor, Organifi, for supporting the show. Organifi is a rad company. I utilize their superfood blends on a daily basis. Um, holding in my hands the green juice right now, filled with all the green powders your little heart could desire, from uh, wheatgrass to spirulina to chlorella to matcha. Really excellent stuff. Highly recommend checking them out. They also do protein blends that are vegan, as far as I can see. So the protein they're using in here is pea protein, quinoa protein, and pumpkin seed protein. Everything's organic. Everything's delicious. Highly recommend checking them out. So go Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and utilize the Align code for 20% off. Organifi.com, Align code, A-L-I-G-N, 20% off. Get that stuff. Thank you guys so much for tuning in back to the show. Pow. Yeah, it feels like uh, kind of like, like you mentioned, like a marital relationship. It's like if you become too attached to, to the togetherness of that, you start to kind of mm -hmm. choke it out. And you don't let it to breathe. And that's kind of like a micro metaphor for our attachment to, to being in this body. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you're so stuck on being in this body, you can't really celebrate being in this body. Yeah. And so you're kind they, of yeah. in a chokehold. Yeah. So love the one you're with. And it's, it's always <laughs> you. <laughs> You know, love you first, and you'll love you'll love um, you, you, you'll love your life. Yeah. Did that? Did, so did that moment change you at all? Were you already? Was that pretty? In the consistent? in the hospital, you know, yeah. they would say, uh, doctor after doctor would come in for days, going, you know, we we can't, um, we don't know what caused it, we don't know how to stop it, you know, we basically I was dying, and no one could do anything about it. And I had a doctor. It's in a mind at home with it. So is that the book that it's yeah. in? A mind yeah. at home, and so with it and um and she says no one no one dies on my watch and she was just <laughs> so precious and she was not giving up so um she um they they came up with um one last one last procedure that they were going to try by then pneumonia i was pneumonia had just taken over as a result of the other organs shutting down and and she thought she would just try to clear my lungs and and um and you know long story short um, i never saw a problem and um i love life yeah i love life i don't want to waste one moment in life worrying about the future you know yeah. this is it this is it how do you think disease manifests in the body like, obviously, well, at some point, we're going to go back into the ground, but 
before it's your time. I mean, there's no yeah. way to say that. But so when when I have like um, a cold or a flu or something like that, you know, just to notice and and when our mind is clearer, you know, when our mind is clear, let's say, then decisions are so easy to make. I mean, there's no should I, shouldn't I, or oh, I'm too busy, or oh, it won't work anyway, or, you know, it's just, uh, oh, I don't need rest, I don't, oh, I need to, I mean, it is so simple when your mind is um, loving what it is, it is just so simple, decisions are, they just make sense, where it's, it's the opposite of being crazy. Hmm. So, so also, um, people who are stressed out, you, you know, working in the physical world and as your interest and science that, that when we're upset, the, the blood flow, it, it, you know, everything is restricted and it's, um, it's, there's not a flow there, so we heal more quickly. And when we're stressed out, we um, our immune systems really drop, and we take on tendencies um, um, that, if we had inquiry in our lives, just aren't aren't necessary. Hmm. It's you know I I say like. Um, and at one time, I was diagnosed with cancer and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, in my life, cancer has a right to life. Laughter has a right to life. Yeah. Sadness has a right to life. It's, it's, it's just that the cause of all of that is what we're thinking and believing. So also inquiry has a right to life. Yeah. It, one of the things you mentioned as well was was speaking of of like any type of various different uncomfortable adjectives. So being angry or being sad or being anything, maybe not sad, but was was kind of the root was fear. And yeah. then the other side of that coin was love. Yeah. Is it possible to look at things from like a binary fear love perspective, oh, or is that too much of a stretch? Um, so what's an example? just all of these different, various different emotions that we feel like if you feel, if it's coming from love, then it's this place of openness and expansion. Mm -hmm. And then all the other side of that, if it's, I'm pissed off at him or I'm envious or I'm yeah, and fear. Exactly. And, and it, and it, it's, it's, uh, it comes, it's a, a direct result of what we're thinking and believing. So, um, and, and in that mode, um, People can't see you like we can see each other here now, but they can't see you on your podcast. But your um, your energetics when you know like in in that state of mind that you were exhibiting that I could see, it's it's you know it's uh, the tension. Even though you were being lighthearted, the tension we know how we react when we're when we're at odds with ourselves and others in life. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean the tension? You mean the tension as I was describing that? Yeah, you were you animated. You became oh, okay. no, no. You became animated. No, you're you're on. You look like a happy dude to me. I don't know about your private life, but you know, it's looking good from here. It's, it's a roller coaster in here, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, do I have a little? Do I have? A, do I have a, que a couple of questions for you? <laughs> so what? What most? What most? What most bothers you? 
Mm. Well, about life. Something something that's I think a, a big part of uh, this is this is probably pretty vulnerable. I'm pretty sure at some point I probably mentioned this, but a big part of from my observation of myself, one of the reasons that I've reached out into like the social media world and create a platform that I can communicate to people, a lot of that is to create support and network and tribe, you know? And so that could be kind of like a deeper manifestation of feeling maybe a little bit unsafe or insecure and maybe alone. Yeah. But, so um, there's always a reason that people go in, swim down these different pathways. And I think that might be something for me that I, I still continue to tackle on a regular basis. Okay. So, so tackle what? Tackle's not the right word. Yeah. Um, sit with. Sit <laughs> with. Is a, is but, a but, but, but sit with what? Like, on, on, like, um, hmm. Mm, I guess it's it's got to come from you. But you you look so so comfortable, and you do so much good in the world. And then there are those moments when. You're thinking and believing something that would rob you of that true nature consciousness. And um, so, I don't know, what, what concept would you come up with, Aaron? Hmm. You're saying it's a little more. So, so you started the podcast, and uh, because... A, a story that I've... I've explored and it could be a, a, a fine part of the story is I had some uh my father ended up going to prison I know when mm -hmm. I was when I was like 17 or so and he was mm -hmm. he was in a, a pretty like a extremely dark place mm -hmm. and it was like drugs and prostitution a lot of really interesting uh -huh. things and uh so potentially the story that I could I could continue kind of pondering on would be that put me in a place of feeling like the world could fall out from underneath you at any time. Okay, so so and 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 that is only logical that you would feel that way, because the world did fall out from under you, yeah. And the world as you understood it to be. So now the world could fall out from under you again. <laughs> yeah. <Is> it, <laughs> so that's a fear. Yeah. So is it true? And so. The answer for those of you listening is either yes or no. The world can fall out from under you. Is it true? Can you really know that it's true that the world can fall out from under you? Now, the logical mind uh, for most of you out there is yes, of course, if it happened once, it could happen again. But this is inquiry, and it does take stillness and an open mind. And yes, the answer could be yes or no. The world could fall out from under you, Aaron. Again, is it true? Can you yeah. really know that it's true? Yeah, I feel like it's true. Yeah, okay. So now notice, close your eyes and notice how you react. What happens when you think the thought, the world could fall out from under you again? And emotionally, where does that, where do you experience that in your body and what's that like? Um, the way that I see it and feel it is, especially after you know being at this point in the conversation, and it feels at first it feels like screaming and kind of like a throwing your hands up type sensation, mm -hmm. uh, and then the other end of that is well, the other end of that I guess could be the throwing your hands up type sensation of just saying like, well, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel that bad, honestly, as I'm as I'm talking about it right now. Yeah. Okay. So that's something you're getting in touch with because. 
prior to getting still with it, your mind might say it's huge, but getting still with it, you see, it's not, it's not so much. And you're just yeah. noticing. So now notice when you think the thought, the world could fall out from under me again. So close your eyes and notice the images of the past that you see when you think the thought, the world could fall out from under me again. You see your dad, you see you. I don't see specifically uh, my dad. I, and I feel like I've done a lot of work with, with that. And so it doesn't, it doesn't feel that sticky to me anymore. Good. And I, I think that I see, but I, I it's, it's kind of like this, this, this story, like this is all a story. That's something that you, you speak of, you know, like this is the story that we tell ourselves. If we believe that, then it becomes real. Yes. If not, then we can negotiate yeah. it. And I it becomes like, real to us. It doesn't necessarily happen in the world, but it becomes real to us that it will. Or yeah. 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 And so I've, I've through, through doing, doing, you know, your work and various forms of work, I feel, I don't feel as stuck on, on those ideas. Yeah. It's, and it's, I, I see it expressing in my life a little bit of like, Oh, okay. I see you know, a lot of the things that I, and I think we, but this is about me, uh, do is, is we really just want to be embraced and we want to be held and we want to be supported. Yeah. We feel like a part of something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're really answering the question, who would you be without the thought the world could fall out from under you again? You know, that, that connection. Yeah. What you were just pointing to. Yeah. That's it. You know, so how do I react when I um, believe the world could fall out from under me? I drop the again, could fall out from under me. I see me walking and I saw images of me taking a step and, and there was no more gravity or ground. And... I was just falling and I wasn't even trusting the ground I was walking on. I just, you know, I, I just saw it. And at one time I was, um, um, gosh, what is it? Like, um, just afraid, just basically terrified of everything. And so I go into some pretty interesting states of mind that were really terrifying. Hmm. But I could, you know, just not even trust the ground I was walking on. And who would I be without the thought, you know, just trusting the ground. You see how I'm just starting, just going to the, the real deal, the terror. When we don't trust, we don't trust and it's far reaching. Yeah. Now, and I'm also trying to exaggerate where, not even, or invite people into how crazy the mind can really get when we're really seriously um, fearful. It can it can take us to a lot.
lot of places, but trusting the ground is is one that I went through when I had the thought the world could fall out from under me. The example and, that oh, go on, sorry. And and then uh, and then testing that the world could not fall out from under me. It was a way that I could literally walk out of my house. It's the only way I could do it. The the example that you used several times was uh, for the the work questions was people don't like me. Is that something that does that come from you, or is that something that you're just picking something random? And it, it, these are thoughts that we've all had at one time or another. Yeah, there are no new stressful thoughts. They're all recycled. It's just do we believe them or not? Do we attach to them or not? So this takes attachment to a whole new level. We don't attach to things and people in the world we attach to what we're believing about people and things in the world like I, we believe that that would make me happy he would make me happy she would make me you know it's it's um basically when we're believing that we're we're <laughs> we live an unfulfilled life are there any uh fear-based patterns that you still replay um, it's, I can, I can still, I still experience all the images, all the, the words. It's just no attachment to them. They're, they're just like, um, they're fantasy. It would be like you go to a movie, but you know, it's a movie. Right. Yeah. I've been reading in the, and I, do I, do I, have, do I have to let you go right now? We're, we're, we're in the, what time? What time do you got to leave? Get uh, out of here. James is, is saying we've got a few more minutes. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita presently. The the translation from from Iknath Eswaran. I think it's it's just. Have you have you gotten into the? Well, Stephen um, Stephen uh, Stephen Mitchell, my husband, has translated the Bhagavad Gita, oh. and 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 it's um, evidently a, a really clear translation and. And yes, Bhagavad Gita. I gotta, I gotta check that one out. Um, yeah. But so one of the things it gets into is like one of the primary parts of it is is renunciation and that ability to to kind of find equanimity no matter what the situation. Someone's yeah. chopping your arm off. It's like okay, that's the way it is. Here we are. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it that I've gathered from it was you know one of the highest points of spiritual union is to be able to feel deeply with those around you. So feel yes. their joy and feel their sorrow. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like this interesting juxtaposition or contrast between like a empathic sociopath in a way. Yeah, yeah. If, if someone is, if someone's going to chop my arm off and they've got, let's say they've got um, a big sword in their hand right. and, and they're standing there saying they're, they're going to chop my arm off and there's nowhere for me to run or hide. And, and so am I okay in that moment? I'm 100% okay. He hasn't chopped my arm off yet. Hmm. So now the sword is closer. He swung it with all his might, and it's closer. But what, why would I fear? Why would I be upset? He hasn't chopped it off yet. He hasn't even touched the skin yet. And the mind can slow down to that. And so I am appreciating life. I appreciate that what he's thinking and believing is the cause of why he would do such a thing. So that makes him innocent. No one can help believing what they believe in the moment they believe it. Um, if I believe what he believed, I'd chop my arm off too. How could I, how could I not?
not. It's a crazy state of mind to hurt yourself or another human being. Hmm. So now let's say the sword actually just hit and severed all the way through and my hand fell off from my arm. Okay, so I want to wait to see if it hurts before I start screaming. For all I know, it doesn't hurt. And I can tell you honestly, Aaron, that all pain is either remembered or anticipated. So is there pain? So am I experiencing compassion for anyone that would do such a thing as to chop another person's arm off? So that is, that is, and also the advantage of having your arm chopped off in the long run, you know, your mind can immediately begin to travel to that. You know, it's, um, uh, it's a friendly universe. And I invite, I invite all of you listening to, to test that. It's um, until we can see it that way, this, um, this life is pretty shaky. And also, uh, if I can, if I can shift to a kinder state of mind through inquiry, anyone can. Because I, I wouldn't want anyone to, to drop his, you know, into a, a state of mind that was as crazy as, as I. Um, but then the you, journey I took. Yeah, but then here you are now. So it's like it's it, it's all the cliche stuff. It happened perfectly, and it was the best thing. And yeah. so to be able to see that in that moment, that's kind of that's that's the yeah that's, that's the trick. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, and you know, love what is. And either way, you know, in this world, here it comes. We can love it or we can hate it. We can we can we can open our arms to it or we can um, try to shut the world out. And so inquiry has allowed me to open my arms. It's nothing that I, I had, I had no, if someone had told me there was a way out of suffering, I, I didn't have the ability to believe them. Yeah. I just took a little divine intervention for some of us. Well, thank you so much for uh, letting me go over the time. When we were doing 30 minutes, I was like, no! <laughs> so I appreciate it. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's a good direction to point people or what's... Oh, any- gosh, to the work.com and um, uh, people interested in non-duality. I have a no-body uh, coming up in Chicago and um, I have a school for the work that... Um, that shows up on my calendar and it's nine days of um of um of inquiry and it's a radical nine days and excuse me and i invite everyone to that and yeah awesome and then the oh go on you are delightful (laughs) you are delightful (laughs) thank you yeah yeah, I'm a reflection. I'm a reflection of you, Katie. You know that. Oh boy, well, I'm looking good. Yeah. <laughs> In that case, I'm looking. Here we good. are. Yeah, here we here we are. We think. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you so much. If um, if you if you're open to it, I'd be happy to offer you rolfing or bring you gifts like the three wise men or anything. Like I, oh, I, I so greatly appreciate that. That is so, to... so sweet. And so like you, but the yeah. way you're serving people, honey, that is a gift to all of us. So that's it. 
Cool. Well, sweet. Well, I, I appreciate it. I, um, I will continue getting into your work. I look forward to seeing what's to come. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Align Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Some ways that you can support this podcast, one of which you can pick up an Align Band, which is a heavy-duty resistance band. comes along with a door anchor and a carrying case and a video guide on how to mobilize those joints and integrate that body of yours. Really great stuff. You can be found at AlignTherapy.com and also on Amazon.com. Um, thank you also so much for utilizing the Amazon affiliate link on the right-hand sidebar of the podcast page. Bookmark that thing. Anytime you purchase some crap on Amazon, purchase that crap through that link. We get a percentage of it. costs you nothing. And I think that's enough. Thank you guys so much for reviews on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Pow.